What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. This is a quick fix, a short episode. We're going to explore one self-help topic. Today, we're going to talk about getting out of your comfort zone. I'm Danny. I'm here with my buddy, Randy. What's up, Randy? Hey, Danny. So, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, why cover this, you think? Well, you know, you can either be comfortable or uncomfortable. And, uh, and I know that, that everybody <laughs> in life nowadays is focused very much on comfort. We have a comfort culture, but that kind of uh, neglects half of life being uncomfortable. So getting out of yeah. your comfort zone opens up the other half of life. It does. And comfort's funny, too, because it's one of those things where it's like a trap in a way where you get, you know, you get stuck in comfort and you get, you know, you get more sensitive to discomfort and then, you know, you, you don't want to do anything. Right. And I think that's also part of the problem is, you know, you get to a point where you just don't do anything new and then things won't progress or get better or anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's get into it then. So getting out of your comfort zone, uh, I'm going to go first. So my first one is actually, I think a fun one, which is hobbies. You know, I think people forget that these are low stakes way to try new things and really learn new skills. And I think they're great because, you know, it's been proven that, you know, having a hobby helps you actually, it's problem solving, you know, in your regular life or job or career, or whatever you do. Um, but the other end of it too, is, you know, it's low stakes, it's fun. You get to try new things and you get to actually realize new skills, which makes you feel better about discomfort and, you know, really getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Not to mention the potential to where it could lead you. So like trying something that you've always wanted to do, you might go to a class, you might meet somebody, it might open up something in your life. Or like, for example, I like to paint these little miniatures for fun. And it turns (laughs) out that there's a whole bunch of people on YouTube who now do that for a living. And like (laughs) all of them, they're all saying like, I can't believe this is something that I do for a living because before it was just something you did for fun. But like it opens up opportunities by stepping out of your comfort zone and trying those hobbies because had they have never tried to paint and post on YouTube never would have happened. I love that too about now that like literally anything you do, there is like a, a thing, you know, community, which is good though, because it's like a lot of times you do stuff by yourself and it's not always easy to figure out like new techniques or things. And it's like, it's great. It is. Dude, and they so have cool. videos with over a million <laughs> views. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So a lot of people are painting. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or awesome. at least watching it. I think it's like, yeah. I think it's probably like that ASMR stuff where they're like having microphones or whatever. I think it's <laughs> probably like Bob Ross of little miniatures. Yeah. yeah. It's relaxing. Yeah. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, my first one is to get to become comfortable with discomfort. So this is something that I've always tried to ingrain in myself, becoming comfortable with discomfort because discomfort's going to happen. Like there are so many instances in your life where you've been uncomfortable, but learning to be comfortable with that and even if it's not comfortable, like learning to endure it. And I think that's that's an important talent. And that's something that we kind of talk about with stoicism is just like yeah. learning endurance and patience because this discomfort is not going to last forever. It's going to come. It's going to pass. But like being able to be there with it and just endure through it is a very valuable skill. Yeah, a lot of people use, you know, like cold showers as a way to sort of just like, you know, it's nobody likes taking a cold shower, but it's going to end, you know, it's going to end. It's not like it's forever. And it's a good way to sort of start teaching yourself to kind of endure and just get through it and not experience it in such a negative way. Right. I like that. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. 
my second one is identify and acknowledge what causes discomfort. So, you know, Epicurus thought that, you know, most of our fears are tied to ignorance. And so it's really like a lot of times when we're uncomfortable, we need to acknowledge it first of all, but also then we can use that as a way to then find out, you know, and learn about whatever's causing that discomfort. And that's a way to overcome it, right? It's like the idea of like, once you acknowledge something, you kind of take its power away, right? You reduce that's, the strength that has over you. Yeah. That's a great point. Like name the dragon and it disappears. Yeah. And, you know, you see that all over, especially in finances, different things like that. Like people all say they want to be rich, but they have no <laughs> idea where their money's coming and going. So like the first step of any financial program is figuring out where you are. And it's kind of like naming the discomfort. Once you name it, then you can actually, you know, attack it. But until then, it's just this nebulous discomfort. Yeah, it's crazy. My next one is challenge yourself regularly. So you already mentioned the cold showers, and that's a great way to do it. Uh, I actually did that for a long time. And then when the hot water heater broke, I could still shower every day because I was used to cold showers and it was like the middle of January freezing cold, but everybody else couldn't shower during that time. So it, you know, it came, what was it? Difficulty turned into an advantage during that time. That's the hardest time uh, to do it too, man. When it's cold out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, also there are uh, other things you can do like fasting. I mean, a lot of us take eating for granted and it's just like a little challenge uh, not eat for one day a week. Because there are a whole bunch of benefits, like it resets your appetite, your body's able to heal itself, but also it like builds up that endurance through difficulties that because you're uncomfortable, it's not fun to not eat, you know, like you get hungry <laughs> and, and you can't stuff food in your face, but it's, it's learning to become comfortable with that discomfort and stepping outside of your comfort zone. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this, you know, how like in, um, uh, you know, with plants, a lot of times, like it's, it's beneficial for plants to cause stress to them in a lot of cases to get better harvest, whatever you're trying to harvest. And I think it's interesting, you know, we forget that we're like natural beings too, a lot of times. And, you know, like nature has a lot of these lessons there for us that, you know, you, you become more resilient, become stronger when you do this. And I think that's important. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think they even mentioned in uh, anti-fragile Nassim Talib's book, how some of the societies where fasting was like a built into their diet, uh, either for religious reasons or other, they ended up being like hardier and having longer lifespans and different things like that. Yeah, it makes sense though. Yeah, you're not as sensitive to all these changes that other people become so sensitive to. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one is, you know, exercise, like incorporating a routine, you know, um, I think that's a good way too to just, you know, endure through something. You know, it's something difficult. It's something that you kind of have to force yourself to do at first, but you start to see, you know, the benefits of it, of that discomfort over time. You see yourself getting stronger, easier to get through those routines and you can build on it from there. I think that's a good way to sort of, you know, think about this because so often I think the physical and the mental are kind of very similar in how we can develop and how we can progress. Yeah, exercise is a good one because like no matter how much you exercise, there's always, it's always a little bit (laughs) uncomfortable to like either get outside on that cold rainy morning or you know to go to get all your stuff together to go to the gym even though you're really tired that day like it always pushes you outside of that comfort zone and oftentimes you're rewarded with dopamine and all and serotonin and all that stuff but like it always regularly pushes you outside of the comfort zone no matter how long you've been doing it how good you are at it yeah i I remember when i was lifting a lot it's funny because it's like 
it always sucks. I mean, it really does. It's funny, but it's like, it is, it's after the fact that it's so great, but it's like, you, you, it's a really interesting like, kind of relationship, but it helps you deal with so much more. I think after that. Yeah. It mm. is funny. <laughs> yeah. So my last one is the thousand time mental simulation, or I think you call it negative visualization, something like that, where like anytime you have a discom- uh, an uncomfortable scenario, to just replay it in your mind a thousand times. And what would you be like at that thousandth time? Would it be that uncomfortable? So like, for instance, a lot of people won't do stuff because they'll get embarrassed. They would be uncomfortable being embarrassed. Like, oh my goodness, making a fool of themselves. Well, imagine that happens to you a thousand times and like actually sit down and go through it. And this is something that I'll oftentimes do when I have difficult uh, things to kind of get over or maybe I'm angry about a situation. You know, just going over it again and again and again, being like, okay, this isn't my first time anymore. This is the second time. Okay, the third time. How about the tenth time? How about the hundredth time? And after a while, you get to see, be like, okay, well, like after a while, it's just, it doesn't matter that much. And you start to see that now instead of having to wait for it to happen a thousand times. Yeah, I love that one too, because it's, it is really such a useful, practical tool. You can do it anywhere. And it, it really, it emphasizes the power that we have with our imagination to kind of go through these things and imagine what they'd really be like. And also just the fact that, you know, yeah, once you, you know, once something happens that often, you wouldn't, you would just stop caring, right? It's, you've you'd become desensitized to it over time very quickly. And this way you can make it happen right now instead of waiting for a thousand iterations, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So getting out of your comfort zone, right? So this is the quick fix. You guys should all be able to get uncomfortable and comfortable with discomfort now. Um, you know, check us out on YouTube. Uh, check us out on the podcast apps. Uh, you know, like, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. We'll be back uh, at the end of the week with another full-length episode, the first episode of season two. Until then, bye. later, Annie. <laughs> later, Annie. <laughs>